T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. And the results are good. Adrian Hauser dealing tonight a brewers four zip victory to take game two of this three-game series and welcome in everybody it is the pella windows and doors of wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary great lakes dragway in union grove there's the polish pipe bomb my name is tim allen and how about that one folks what a way to uh, take this game and shut down the 15 runs that you gave up yesterday Oh, I would say a complete game shutout is a good way to do that. Adrian Hauser with a career performance tonight. And you have to go back to 2017 to, uh, to, to find the last complete game. And that was Jimmy Nelson in 2017. With all these guys, Woody and Burns and all these guys, last few years, it's Adrian Hauser that steps up. The complete game shutout. Want to get your reaction on this? 414-799-1250. The uh, magic number now down to 16 here in the 21 championship season. Pending the outcome of that Reds-Tigers game, it could be down to 15. 25 games remain here in this championship season. And again, this is another point here, guys, where it's a sort of a, a special run for the crew. A special season is made of these types of special stories. Now, again, is it a no-hitter? No. But it is some, It is a little bit of a benchmark here, and it is something to celebrate because, you know, in theory, guys, this is your four-man in the rotation. Again, I, you know, at the beginning of the year, we talked about this uh, during spring training, and that is what are some of the key factors in this season and at that point, we talked about Adrian Hauser being one of those factors. I don't know if you want to call it an X factor or not, but Hauser was, was one that we discussed in length on this very radio show. And he's coming through big time. Again, your reaction, 414-799-1250. And, and most importantly, um, you know, it's a win to, to, to kind of stave off what – you know, some people are getting nervous about and wanting to look over their shoulder a little bit. And we're going to talk to uh, Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy in about a half hour from right now. 
And we're, we're going to ask him, you know, uh, compared to the last few years and this year, this year you're sort of in cruise control a little bit. You, you definitely want to win uh, every game you can, but you also uh, need to sort of stay healthy. You need to have a, a longer view, as Craig Council would put it. So we're going to talk to Murph uh, coming up in just a little while as well. We want to get to you too. How special is this season starting to feel to you? Because when you get these sorts of performances, it just heightens that feeling of a special season. And again, it, the, the, the term special season, that can, I guess that definition can change. But, man, well, I mean, come on. Hauser was just pounding the zone. 101 pitches, strikes out seven in the performance, only allows three singles uh, in this uh, complete game shutout. And again, I, uh, I, I, just, I just think it's another, I guess, one into the column of special things that happen in special seasons. And would, would we like it to be a little more special in terms of uh, you know, maybe a no-hitter, a couple of immaculate innings, a couple of cycles? I, I don't know. You, you, can, you can add it. And there's still, again, 25 games to play. But my goodness, what a performance from Hauser. This, this is... I just, I just think that special seasons are made of special stories. And when you get a career uh, night like you get from Adrian Hauser, that just goes into that category. It does. Brewers with the victory, 83 and 54. Now 25 games remaining here in the 21 championship season. We are live here, as always, in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And again, uh, your reaction here, 33,000-plus at American Family Field for this one. And I will say that the uh, you guys uh, just coming out of the stadium, well, I'll give you a little more time here because you stayed till the end on this one. And hats off to Craig Council for not lifting him in the ninth inning. He had 91 pitches heading into that ninth inning, and I was sort of wondering what Council was going to do here. When you, when you look at the way he's handled his starting rotation throughout the season, the six-man rotation, giving guys additional rest. Woody the other day said that, you know, occasionally uh, you'd get five, six, seven days rest between starts. Uh, they, they have all pretty much uh, taken a 10-day a, a recess period on the IL. He has handled this pitching staff a little different than I would have handled it. And that's why he's in that dugout and I'm not, because uh, he's, it's just been masterful the way he's handled uh, the starting rotation. And that includes all the challenges. Like I said, the IL stints for these guys and still staying up on it. Guys like Eric Lauer, guys like Aaron Ashby, stepping up and stepping in to kind of fill the void there, going with a bullpen game a couple of times this year. All of that lends to the final 25 games of what is or should be or will be a special season. And is it now, uh, you know, after this performance tonight, uh, 25 games left, are you starting to feel the special season coming on? You know, last night, a game will get away from you. It, it does, and it did. And it probably will happen again. Maybe, maybe twice in the remaining 25. But there's 25 games left. 
Are you feeling the special season for the crew here in 21? I always dub it the you know, championship season, and I'm starting to feel it too, guys. I really am. There, there's just something cooking, something brewing uh, in Milwaukee. 414-799-1250. Hauser, another, another notch in the category of a special season with this special performance tonight. We're going to hear from Adrian Hauser. We're going to hear from Craig Council. We will have Pat Murphy and have a conversation with the Brewers bench coach coming up during the show tonight. And uh, let's get right to your reaction here. Are you starting to feel the special nature of this season? You know, we can, we can use the term legitimate, and I've been using that term for, gosh, more than half the season here. They are legitimate contenders to win a championship here. I don't know if anyone's going to argue that at this point. No, that's but obvious. It, it kind of is. So it's not stepping out on a limb to say that uh, they're a legitimate World Series contender. Now, we've been looking at that based on this rotation, based on the bullpen, and based on the names on the backs of the jerseys within this offense. I knew this offense would get it together. It's just too much talent in there, collectively. Again, we can point to one to say, hey, you know, this guy's struggling a little bit, or this guy's a little inconsistent. When you put them all together, guys like Avi Garcia, Eduardo Escobar, Colton Wong, Willie Adamas, Christian. Oh, gee, yeah. Christian Yelich is in there, too. Omar. Oh, by the way, I forgot about Omar Narvaez. Oh, well, miss this one. Luis Urias. He's not even a starter. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's why it's been months for me. And and is it uh, becoming that special nature type season for you guys? Seven, nine, nine, twelve, fifty. Let's go to uh, Grady. Grady, you're first up on the fan. What's going on, Grady? Tim, how's it going? Well, more important, how it's going with you. Oh, it's going great. Well, I think one of the most important parts about this being a special night is when it happened. You know, after everybody giving up at least two runs yesterday to come and drop the hammer in today, that was huge. But I still don't think that the Houston Astros get enough credit for botching that trade with Gomez and Fires. They gave us this team. Look at our core, uh, Hayter and Hauser. You know, we got them, and, you know, granted, we traded away Santana and uh, what's his name? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. But also, not to toot my horn again, going on a a little bit of a tangent here, but I thought they were serious back in late April, early May, when they, uh, I want to say they played the Dodgers, and I said we should just fast forward to the NLCS and get it on. (laughs) I remember that, yes. I mean, top to bottom, and we know we're going to win. That's different. Like, we have that swagger before it was like, man, I hope we can get past these guys. Now it's like we come in and we swing our hammer in there. We make it happen. I mean, it's going to happen this year, Tim, so buckle up. It's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah, I was uh, – Grady, thanks a lot. And, and you know, a longtime Brewers fan like myself, there's many, many others that are sitting back and just just waiting. And, and we just went through it with the Bucks, and, and I'm not as passionate, pretty passionate Bucks fan, but not as passionate – when it's compared to the Brewers in my world. And for obvious reasons, I do this show and fill in on the Bucks show or whatever. But I I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. If if the Brewers get on a run like the Bucks did and they cap it and seal the deal, they – how long have we been saying this, Pipe Bomb? They're a tough out. You play this team in the postseason, you got your hands full. Yeah, but, you know, I don't want to label them a tough out because that's kind of, you know, making it where they're going to be an out. I, you know, 
This is uh, they're one of the favorites, and that's for sure. You can't deny it. You mentioned it with uh, how you know all those guys are hitting uh, as a collective team. It's it's phenomenal. This is this is fun. If you're not having fun now, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Yeah, you might not be human if you if you're not having fun right now, and and if you're not, pinch yourself right now and and enjoy this run. I was just online today. You remember I I talked uh, about. You know, I, I've got some uh, occasional days off here and there. Business gets in the way of me having fun, too. But uh, occasional days off here. And I'm trying to target. I want to go to the game, get some great seats, and just kind of just absorb all of this special nature. See, that that's the thing. Maybe we go out of our way at this point, Brewers fans, to make sure we we experience some of this. I'm not trying to sell tickets for American Family Feel. I'm not trying to do that. Um, I, uh, I, I I hope it's a sellout all the time because that's more festive and that's just, uh, you know, more of a party. And, and I think it definitely uh, motivates this baseball team when you get a packed, uh, packed house. But, you know, if, if there's something you can do, if there's maybe a jersey you want to buy, if there's a, a game you want to go to, if there's a little bit of a, a get-together with some family or friends, it's, hey, come on over, let's, let's barbecue and hear some euchre and, and this, this team's on a special run, I would highly recommend that just in case they win the World Series and you can, you can experience some of these things. So I was online. I was looking for... Uh, Pipe Bomb, you can appreciate this. I'm, I'm trying to decide, um, and I'm targeting um, uh, September 24th, a Friday night. Now, with the magic number being at 16, I'm going to guess that they wrap this thing up prior to that. Okay. However, what if they don't, and that's a clinch situation? Do I still take – see, this, this is – and I know I'm not, I'm not trying to be selfish here, but I'm trying to plan this out because I'm trying to experience some of this Brewer stuff too as a longtime Brewers fan, um, do, do, I, do I get on the air that night if it's a clinch or do I absorb it and celebrate it at the park? It's a home game, September 24th, against the Mets. Well, if I was you, uh, Timmy, I would go and enjoy the living hell out of it on, in person. <laughs> And, you know, obviously I know this show is uh, is your heart and you do 150-something or more games every single year, 16 years. I think you deserve it to, uh, to be there and so, to so, sit there and relish in it and enjoy it and celebrate the hell out of it. With some spraying champagne for a division title and fourth consecutive playoff appearance. Man, that's tough. But the, my point is... If there's something we can do as Brewers fans and, and you're not getting on the roll yet, hey, you handle it the way you want to handle it. I would just recommend experience some of this stuff. 799-1250, Hauser dealing tonight. He dealt a, a three-hit complete game shutout, the first uh, complete game. This this is wild. And then this might be according to how Craig Council handles pitchers and pitch counts and uh, health and, and all that stuff. First complete game since 2017's Jimmy Nelson performance. Wow. that That's surprising, isn't it? Let's get uh, more reaction here. Let's get to Marshall. Marshall, you're next on the fan at 
Well, good evening, guys. Uh, boy, uh, a day that did not start out the best, if you catch my drift a little bit. Oh, it's yeah, I got you. There was a game kicked off at 11 this morning, yeah. Yep, I, I, and last night with my Tar Heels. It's been tough there, but I'll tell you what, what an ending tonight. I was back and forth between some football, between Hauser tonight, and the, the last American woman just to upset the number one player in the world just before I went back to Hauser. <laughs> You talk about an ecstatic feeling right now, guys. Uh, it's there. And Hauser, what I saw of it was just incredible. No walks, just three hits, followed on the heels of that debacle last night. I knew the Brewers were going to win tonight, guys, but I never thought it would be this per- perfect. And, yes, Tim, and to the rest of you, I think uh, this is feeling like a special season. We're in a special, special time in this state right now, and, uh, with the Bucks and, and and hey, with Aaron back, the, who knows what'll happen uh, with the Packers later on this year? You know, I, I but tonight was incredible, and I'm just so thrilled that Craig let him do it, yeah. and uh, and he let him do it against the top of the order. And I think that for to win a championship, guys, and to do things, and I saw it even in the tennis match when you're trying to beat somebody big, and when you're trying to achieve big things and achieve big dreams. You got to go bold sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got to go bold or go home. And I'm glad that Craig. I've noticed in the last week or two, he seems to be making more bold moves. He's even playing a little small ball here, which, yes, Tim, as you've been saying so well, isn't archaic. It is. It is needed. You cannot just win with big stuff. It has to be everything. And no it's doubt. just great to see. Do I think this team wins the World Series? Who knows, guys. But I'll tell you what, we have as good a chance as anybody, yep. and uh, we got to keep winning series. And that, and that performance out in SF, guys, was a statement, whether the, uh, whether the left and right coasts like it or not. And I've got friends and relatives on both guys. Uh, whether they like it or not, uh, the Brewers are for real. The Brewers could win it all. Let's just keep up and let's just keep having fun. Well, said. we don't know, Marshall. Yeah, well said. It, it wasn't. First of all, it was a statement out in San Francisco. Secondly, do we know if they're going to win the, win the World Series? Of nope. course not. No, but that's the ride. That's the fun part. We get on this ride, and in case they don't, what are you out? You see, I mean, come on. I mean, and when they do, or if they do, to some. Um, didn't you say, Hey man, this was so cool. I went here, went there, whatever. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm also just cruising the internet here trying to see if maybe do I go, do I go really good tickets on the 24th pipe bomb? Or do I go like a, a, a table at the restaurant to be named later? Uh, I definitely don't do the restaurant. You want to be inside the park. Uh, you know, I would do. Either first baseline, you know, nice seats, or uh... I'm looking at some decent seats right there. Friday, September twenty fourth. That looks good. I'm not saying they're going to clinch then, because I'm I'm going to assume they're going to clinch a, a, a mathematical playoff spot by then. But well, here's what it... you got to do, Timmy. You know how, uh, and for a lot of all the listeners out there, uh, Timmy doesn't ask me to look up a whole lot of stats because I'm not that good at it. So he has the young kids do it. <laughs> So if you want to hear a lot of stats and stuff, you know, uh, Evan and Sam, those guys are phenomenal. Uh, but uh, 
you got to figure out a way, Timmy, where you can sit there and find the exact section where the beer man goes through the most amount of times. I'm sure they have that listed somewhere on Brewers.com or something, and that's where you should buy a ticket. Yeah, let's look at the analytics of pass-throughs by the beer vendors. Absolutely. What sections have have the biggest uh, uh, percentage of uh, of of walkthroughs, the walkthrough rate for the beer vendors. Yeah, and but you're going to have to be careful because you want one that has great uh, beer availability many many times through the section. But the peanut guy also has to come True. through. Always a peanut guy at a ball game oh, for yeah. sure. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Is is it? Is this another reason? Or would this put you over the top? Again, this isn't a no-hitter. I'm not being negative at all. I'm just, just saying this is super cool for Hauser. It's super cool for the team. Um, but is this another notch into that category of special seasons? Because it, it sure feels like one to me. It really does. When you look at everything that's, that's happened thus far, five-plus months of baseball, certainly feels like a special one to me. Let's go to Todd at 799-1250. Todd, what's going on? Howdy, boys. Uh, Timmy, I would say go to the game, celebrate it. It'd be great. Have pipes if Tom do it. You'd be in, uh, in great hands. Um, I, it, yeah, I want to make a comparison to something you said. Um, I, I totally believe uh, you should go to the game, go to the pro shop. I went, uh, I don't know, a little while back with my wife, and it was just a madhouse and it was electric. You know, do that. Go to the game. And also, you know, guys like us, Call into the show because pretty soon, um, just like it's been in you know in the last few years when when they get to the playoffs, guys like us that normally call in we can't get in. So True. take advantage of it now. Call in, talk to the you know, all of us franchise fanatics. We love you, Timmy. Call in now and go to the game. Yeah, I, and see, my point is, all right, Todd. Thanks for the call. My my point is, I want to do something to make sure I benchmark. Or do something special uh, to to be involved in this, and boy, it would would be cool. Having done this show now since you know 2006, those playoff appearances in eight, eleven, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and here in twenty, I, I haven't been to any of them in in terms of uh, you know a clinch situation or even close to it, or even just an ambiance sort of situation where I just kind of just soak it all in my trip into the as you said the pro shop in there I haven't been there all year and obviously haven't been there last year either yeah you gotta go Timmy you gotta go you, you deserve it uh, but see I worry about the show though I know guys. you do I, I really do I really do now I'm trying to balance this do do I want to get a, get a bunch of beers in me and then uh you know knowing I'm off work tonight or that night and then, then call in. I don't know if anyone wants to hear that. Well, no. Uh, you got <laughs> depends you know. on how many, but you know, you got to sit there, and uh, I would just enjoy it. And you just hope for the best that they clinch early, which they will. And I think they will. Yes, and that way I can just chill out. Yep. Uh, and just and just enjoy it. That doesn't mean I I would have any less beer. <laughs> Or oh, no. spend or spend less money in the pro shop. Of right. course not. Of course. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Does it feel like a special season? Because we're at the twenty five game mark. There's twenty five games in the regular season left. And it, it, have they proven it to you? Or, or I don't know if it's that might be a, a wrong question. Have they proven it to you? They. It's it's your perspective. 
I guess I would say. It's your perspective of how this feels based on a number of factors. The record being one, the the statistical information, your eye test, the day-to-day grind, who they've beaten, how they've beaten them. All of those things, that's your perspective to measure in what you would deem as a special or just a good season. Good run, we'll see what happens. There's some that would think that way. Well, it's a good run, but you know, they'll get they'll face the Dodgers or whoever. And and they'll you know, they'll come up flat in a couple of games. How yeah, could you say that when you're knocking on the door at 30 over 500? No doubt. Uh, by the way, I did find out uh, a week ago that I was wondering I, I didn't remember if the Brewers had ever been in the regular season 31 games over 500. Okay. Because I, I, I couldn't remember it. Well, they have. And they, they, were, uh, they were 31 games over twice. And I'll give you one guess for what year that might have been, Pipe Bomb. Uh, 84. 82. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Something happened in 82. Oh, yeah, the World's, they went to the World Series in 82. Uh, they win their 83rd tonight and uh, against 54 losses, so they've got a pop at this thing. Uh, shot at the series with Burns on the hill tomorrow. Let's go to John. John, you're next on the fan. Hey, how you doing, Tim? What's happening? Uh, you were just talking about Hauser potentially being the best of the Brewers, you know, the top three, and then Hauser. And then look what he did tonight. I mean, I was so excited. Unbelievable performance. I also want to say uh, Marshall just inspires me when I listen to you guys go back and forth. So I'm just really jacked up. When I called in, I called Jeff Carbomb instead of Pipe Bomb. <laughs> oh, Marshall had me riled up too, man. He had a lot of energy tonight. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just, I mean, a lot of times I've been calling in lately, but I listen to every post game. The other thing, Jeff, I have your tickets for uh, September 24th. They're sitting in my account, and I'm going to transfer them through the MLB app. Uh, Jeff, you can get my number, you know, after this call or whatever. But I got you covered, Jim. All the baseball knowledge and all the strategy and just all the all the listeners that you educate and teach about baseball. I always tell my friends about the app, and I always tell them, I'm like. Tim Allen, I thought I knew a lot about baseball. The guy's just off the charts. So that's my way of thanking you, and you're going to take my gratitude, and I have your tickets in the account. So, Jeff, after this call, you can get my number, and then I can transfer them to the app, you know, the MLB app. Will do. Hey, that's man. Awesome. Thank, John, thanks a lot. Yeah, we'll put you back on hold here, and we, we, will, definitely, uh, we will definitely talk again. There's no doubt. If, if yeah, you're just joining, you. go ahead, John. No, I was just going to say, after uh, the Badger game today, I was so excited, and they just laid a clunker. I'm so glad that we came back after the Brewers getting beat last night. So it's been a great Saturday. The weather's going to be good tomorrow and Monday, so everything's good in Brewer land. Yes, it is. John, thanks for the call, man. Uh, We'll put you back on hold. 799-1250. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about, you know, the performance of Adrian Hauser, number one, and yes, He's the four man in this rotation, folks. He's the four guy. And again, you're going to have to hit the baseball. You're going to have to field the baseball. You're going to have to throw the baseball. They certainly can pitch the baseballs, no question. Things do need to go right for any championship run, as you saw with the Milwaukee Bucks. Just witnessed it. 
You're going to be faced with some adversity throughout, and, and they may be faced with some down the stretch here, but I'm just saying in, once you hit the postseason, there may be some adversity that gets to you. But the Bucks trooped through it. This team has trooped through, this Brewer squad this year, has gone through about as much adversity as you can possibly imagine. I mean, I, I just... <laughs> I just, I'm amazed. It's just truly amazing how, you know, back in April and May when it looked like the offense was nothing and you're like, are they going to hit the ball at all? No, 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 they will. And, and again, the, the key to that was, you know, to unlock that offensive door, certainly the catalyst and key was the uh, acquisition of, of Willie Adamas. But my goodness, after that, they're starting to put things together defensively. Defensively, mm, ask Rowdy Telez about some throws to first tonight. You guys saw that. Oh, what I mean, a job he did scooping those suckers out, though. He was amazing tonight for sure. Uh, 799-1250. Chris, listening on the Odyssey app uh, in Madison. Chris, you're on the fan. Hey, Tim. How's it going? What's happening? Hey, I am uh, coming back in from the uh, cow chip out in Prairie du Sac today, and uh, it was a, truly an experience. I've never had the opportunity to uh, participate in that before. But um, I had a question for you regarding Adrian Hauser. Um, with a performance like you've seen today, does he enter into the conversation um, if, based on how Freddie has looked in his previous start to the injury and yesterday, does he potentially enter into the conversation for being your number three in a playoff series if he's able to keep the consistency the rest of the way and Freddie falters? Well, yeah, well, that's a different story, and it's a good question. Freddie uh, was announced uh, prior to the game. Count said he's going to go on Wednesday, the final game of that three-game set against the Philadelphia Phillies. But the, the answer would be, let's, let's see how the 25 games play out, but the answer right now would be no. To me, to me, Freddie's Freddie's the guy, and Freddie was just coming off the IL, hadn't pitched in in a couple of weeks. You, you got you had to give him a little bit of a break, but but in this regard, uh, Chris, you're you're right in keeping an eye on this thing because when you need some ground balls, you get them from Adrian Hauser. Now he did get a number of fly ball outs today, which. Which you got to credit the uh, St. Louis Cardinals offense because they are sort of a fly ball machine, yeah. but it was it was offset by by Hauser and and getting a bunch of ground balls as well. But something I guess to keep an eye on. But I think Chris, uh, the, the bottom line would be there's five months of sample size that would say no. And, and I was honestly surprised that they elected not to send him on a rehab start, especially coming off kind of a what seemed like a perhaps a bit nebulous injury, um, it just, you know, the, the results kind of spoke for themselves. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Me and my friends all call Freddie the Phenom. We're huge fans. But so is it, is it a special season to you guys yet? Is it, is it special to you guys yet? Oh, absolutely. I, I have been, I feel like I'm with you. I am the guy in our friend group who is the optimist and always waving the banner and hoping that this could be the year and, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but the, the rest of the crew are a bunch of naysayers and always very negative and everything. And, no, I, as far as I'm concerned, everything this year has been just magical, and I think that we're on the right path. Hey, Chris, how old are you? I am 37 as of a week ago. Wow, you sound like you're 22. Yeah. I, I, they say that I look like that, too, but I'll, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Tim, yeah. have you ever used the word nebulous in a sentence? I don't think so. Okay, I, I, think I hope so. I just said it right. That's awesome, man. <laughs> All right, Chris, take it easy. We'll talk again down the stretch here and certainly into the postseason. Yeah, I Todd, every day. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, thank you. Todd brought up uh, our buddy Todd in Watertown. He brought up the fact that, you know, there's been uh, over the years a lot of callers, consistent callers that have been, you know, rolling in and out. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, consistent uh, callers that have been just there all the time, all the time, every year, every month, every series, everything. Todd's right in that uh, it does get a little bit of a traffic jam uh, once once we get rolling. See, that's, again, we're starting to get used to playoff baseball here, which is probably one of the greatest statements I've said on this show. Yeah. We're starting to get used to playoff baseball in many different regards. Going to the games, how we consume the games, how much money we spend on the consumption of the Milwaukee Brewers, 2008, 2011, 2018, 19, 20, and 21, four, five, six playoff appearances since we've started this show in 2006. And that changes. It, it, it changes a little bit in that, you know, if you're, if you're the guy hanging out with, uh, with us on a West Coast game back in 2012 and you, <laughs> you want to comment at 1.38 in the morning, Okay, we were there, but there wasn't the traffic jam that is going to be soon. If this thing is as special as, as, as it feels for me, uh, yeah, get ready. The communique might be uh, – and, and it, you know, yeah, they, It'll get crowded, but all you regulars that have been here, you know, from the start and over the years, don't you worry because you'll get on before any of the band, you know. yeah. The Johnny-come-latelys when it gets uh, real crowded. Yeah, and everyone's welcome, but I think at that point what we've done in the past is we've had a little bit of a quicker trigger finger to make sure we can get everybody in to get their points in. So we're just – see, we're preparing for this, but we're getting better at this. No experts at it. Trust me. We did learn some things from the Milwaukee Bucks championship run, and we're going to apply that here on the fans. Well, four years run. in a row for the crew, we're pretty damn good, I'll tell you that. That's that's true. We we, we are. 799-1250. i got to take a break. want to get your reaction. Adrian Hauser uh, is uh, – we're going to hear from him. We're going to hear from Craig Council and Pat Murphy, the Brewers bench coach. He had a uh, front-row seat to witness the first complete game since 2017 – Hauser dealing tonight. Three hit, complete game shutout, seven Ks, 101 pitches, and a Brewers victory. We'll be right back here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. For Zip, Brewers get the victory to even up the series at a game apiece. And uh, Adrian Hauser, the storyline tonight as he pitches a complete game, three hits, shutout, seven strikeouts, not a walk. Walks, you guys know how I feel about walks at any level in baseball. It's just, it's just uh, you know, once in a while you're going to walk some, but uh, if you get a bad habit walking guys uh wouldn't pitch for my team I, I can tell you that and adrian did not walk a single st louis cardinals hitter tonight as uh once you know it we we mentioned this last night this is weird how baseball is guys you put up a big big number offensively in a game now this happens to every team the brewers are no exception to this either but the cardinals put up a big big 15 spot yesterday it, and and oftentimes, seem seemingly more than just uh, you know half the time, it's it's almost all the time. The very next game, you scuffle for runs. I mean, it just seems weird that way. So they go from fifteen to uh, to a big goose egg today, courtesy of Adrian Hauser's right arm. And we're going to talk to Adrian Hauser. I, I'm sorry, we're going to hear from Adrian Hauser. We're going to talk to. Uh, Pat Murphy, the Brewers bench coach, and we're going to talk at Craig Council uh, during Craig's ride home tonight. So we've got all all that coming up um, for you. Uh, some roster moves. We're going to get to our game recap here in just a second. Roster move uh, for the Brewers. Topa placed on the IL and Gustave activated. So he's kind of the tail end of that COVID uh, kind of flurry, if you will. So he's back with the organization. We'll get to, uh, like I said, uh, yeah, we, we'll get to uh, council in just a second here. But let's recap this one early because then Hauser put it on cruise control. And so did, uh, so did their guy. It, it sort of settled down this Brewers offense. Um, Woodward kind of just just had his way in the middle of the game here and you know, Hauser was dealing, there's no question. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is still a ball game, guys. This is still a game. There's still some, oh, I don't know, Tyler O'Neills, Arenados, Goldschmidts on the, in that other dugout here at four zip. And with Woodward, uh, you know, shutting down the Brewers offense mid game. Hey, I, I don't, I won't say that I was, you know, nail biting nervous. But in the back of my mind, this game was not done. Uh, Adrian Hauser, first inning, you kind of thought he was on 
line out, then a couple of strikeouts to Goldschmidt and uh, O'Neill. So I, right there, you know, tone setting in a game or a series, uh, he definitely set the tone there. Now, if the Cardinals get on the board in the first inning tonight, I would be, uh, well, I would have been a little nervous here uh, about the series, let alone this game too. But that didn't happen. Brewers strike first in the bottom half after Hauser a shut down top half. Uh, it was two pitches into the ball game. I've noticed this trend here for the Brewers offense. They've been a little more aggressive as of late. It was a second pitch that Louie saw in the first. Urias drive to left center. One nothing Brewers. Great start to the offense. Yeah, it was a one-zip lead after two pitches in the bottom of that first inning, and and uh, President David Stearns is just smiling every time Luis Urias does what he's been doing lately. You guys know why. It's making that trade look a little bit better the more we dig into what Luis Urias is doing this year. His 19th home run on the season, Jeff. His 19th. Yeah, it's huge. His, his age and what Eric Lauer is doing on the hill sort of minimizes the damage that a lot of people had in terms of the Trent Grisham trade. Mm-hmm. It's starting to work as it's way back up to a decent trade. It is. Is it all the way there yet? Not, not some would debate. Yeah, maybe. But it certainly is making David Stern smile. I, w- I will say that. one nothing Brewers lead. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. Adamas with, for the Cardinals. Adamas with a base hit. Yelich with a base hit. And then Escobar, credit the Cardinals' defense here. They, they did play, despite the error that they had in the ballgame, they played some good defense. They recorded three outs on the base pass. It was a couple of outfield assists. It was the, a sweet double play in that, was sweet for their perspective, uh, in the uh, bottom of the first inning off the bat of Escobar. And, and that, I thought, might come back to haunt the Brewers, that play right there. They, um, they turned the double play on a well-hit ball by Escobar, and it, it, it had all the makings of a big, big inning. But they do get the lead one zip into the second inning. Hauser, one, two, three, second, six up, six down for Adrian uh, into the bottom of the second inning. Crew, get back to be the wrecking crew here. They're working in the second inning. Leadoff walk to Lorenzo Kane, Rowdy Telez, then with a base hit to right. And Carlson tries to get Lorenzo Kane at third, and it turns into a little bit of a happy circus. Lined in the right center field. Base hit. Kane going to turn the corner. Here's a throw from Carlson. Not in time, and it gets into the dugout. The Brewers are going to get a run. Yeah, two zip as uh, the Brewers. Well, they want some more, and uh, the rally continues. The next hitter in for Omar tonight, Luke Maley. Brewers right back at it on offense. Maley down the left field line. This is trouble. It's a fair ball. It gets out of play. An automatic double for Luke Maley. It's 3-0 Brewers. Three-zip Brewers at that point, and still nobody out in the second. Adrian Hauser strikes out on a uh, failed bunt attempt. Uh, Luis Urias again making a difference in that trade. Urias down the left field line of fair ball. Maley's going to score. 
Urias on his way to second. Here comes the throw, and Urias is going to be out at second base. He's going to get a single and an RBI to make it 4-0. Another outfield assist from Tyler O'Neill. A great throw from him. Yeah, he's got a terrific throwing off. Okay, well, there, there, there's our recap right there. It's four zip after two innings of play, and that's it. Brewers win 4 to nothing. Uh, there was, wasn't much noise for the Brewers offense after that. Like I said, a, uh, a couple of, uh, outs, three of them on the base pass, but who cares? Adrian Hauser, it didn't take much. They, they would have won this game on, on Louie's first inning home run one zip because he took it the distance tonight. We're going to hear from Adrian Hauser, seven strikeouts, no walks, just three hits allowed 101 pitches and a complete game shutout victory, the first of his career and the first for the Brewers uh, in the complete game, the CG category, since 2017's Jimmy Nelson performance. Wow. And that seems stunning, doesn't it? When you look at the uh, pitching talent that this team has acquired and cultivated here the last couple of years, pretty impressive, though, for Adrian Hauser tonight. Brewers with the victory. 83 and 54 and now 25 games remain in the regular season here in the 21 championship season going to hear from Craig Council Pat Murphy will join us as well still a lot to get to Brewers win four zip Palo windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove as always here on the fan what was the deal with the lineup why did he make that bullpen move why did he pinch hit with that guy Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. We will get to the skipper here in just a few minutes uh, for sure, but Adrian Hauser dealt tonight a complete game. Three-hit shutout for a Brewers four-zip victory to take game two of this three-game set. And uh, let's welcome in on the great Midwest Bank hotline. It's been a while since we've uh, caught up with Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy. And Murph, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, thanks. Yeah, I I mean, how was it looking at Adrian Hauser for this? And and I've been a big fan of Adrian Hauser's. I thought he was a key factor heading into this season, and I'll stay with that statement. He is key. And he, I mean, with Woody Burns and Peralta, he doesn't get as much love. like a little bit of a front runner there talking about Hauser after (laughs) – Nine-inning shutout. No, but. no, no. I, it's are you well, on the record saying you're a big fan of Hauser? Is yes. That on the record, or are you just yes. making this up after this? <laughs> no, you can pull the tape. I'm I'm all in Hauser's uh, camp here, but how was it having a front-row view for something like this tonight? Uh, he was special. You know, Luke Maley, too, the catcher, um, the guy that hasn't had much time with us this year. He did a great job. They worked together well. This is a good offensive team, really good offensive team. And uh, House was great. Uh, he was on it. Uh, he had that sinker coming back both ways. And, um, yeah, it was, it was dominant performance to have uh, only faced 29 hitters. Yeah, when you when you and Counts are, are putting together, uh, along with Hook, putting together this management of the, uh, of the rotation, if you will, I will say I was wrong on this. I would have went with the five man and just said, "Hey, man, keep them keep them on their regimen." And it's every every five days, four days off. Throw your bullpen. 
I was dead wrong on that. Um, how much goes into that as, as you're trying to manage all these guys? Woody said the other day, sometimes there's five, six, seven days rest and off days and all that. How much conversation goes into something like that? You got to remember, you got to remember that a lot, a, a very lot. Um, it's key. It's, it's, if it's not one of the, if it's not the top priority, it's certainly really close to it because you got to understand these guys are coming off a 60 game season and their innings have been cut. And we've got a lot of young pitchers that aren't used to going close to 200 innings. So you got a guy like Peralta who hasn't been out there like that. Yeah. But you know, even guys like Woody and Burns, I mean, Burns a couple of years ago, I mean, he didn't get close to a hundred innings. Now we're, we're pushing on 175. So you have to manage it. You have to, like you said, keep them going, but, if you can give them some extra rest and if you can, you know, get them to understand that uh, the workload when it comes postseason, if, if we get there. So, you know, that's uh, a lot goes into that. I have very little to do with it, um, you know, but uh, there's a lot of smart people working at it. The front office is great at it. They contribute. Counts is the master of it. Uh, Hookie and Carse are right there involved. Walker McKinvin, um, yeah, they're all involved. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty important part of it. Pat, you said a, a little word in there that I, I think um, I don't have big issue with, but, I mean, you said if you make the, the postseason. I, I understand that you, you, you can't say anything. We secured a 500 season. You know, we're not going to lose 100 games. <laughs> no, this, we, this, this we isn't 2002. How many wins we have? Tim, how many wins we got? 83. 83. Okay, we're over 500. Now let's go to work. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And that being said, I wanted to ask you, how, how is this different? from? Because if you go back to, to 18, okay, right. it, it was back and forth, and it was a hard fought. You're chasing, chasing. You get it even. There's a game 163. 2019, you're chasing, chasing. A big series in St. Louis gets it done. A big celebration. Last year, you know, you needed a lot of things to go right, but you're chasing a playoff spot, chasing. And now it's almost like, is this a little bit different, or how do you manage that Way then? Different. Because Way there's different. a 10-game ten, ten lead. It's a credit to the guys. It's a credit to the character of the team when they come to play every day. And You can't see us not coming to play every day. You can look at last night's score, and, and you can say, wow, they – they mailed one in. I mean, that's part of Major League Baseball, playing every single day. They had a long trip from San Francisco, a long road trip. Um, and then, you know, last night didn't didn't do very well, um, but didn't give up. And the guys come to play every night. That's what's most impressive. They don't stay down long. They can have things go against them. We've had much, much adversity with COVID and injuries, um, you know, it's just a, it's a credit to them. They, they they come to play, and counts is like steady, steady. You know, I mean, as steady as it gets when it comes to um, keeping the ship going. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, it's way different. It's way different, Tim, because you can't look behind. You got you got to just mm-hmm. keep digging. You know what I mean? Keep digging. Hey, we're going to be over five hundred. Whatever else happens is based on what we do today. Today's the day that's important. And, uh, you know, we're also mindful of giving guys the right amount of break and not, because you know, there's a lot of off days after the regular season's over. If we're lucky enough to make the postseason, then, hey, 
there's a lot of off days there and there's a lot of chances to recoup and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and there's some guys that have lingering injuries and things like that. We got to look at, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of baseball left. We have a very, very tough schedule. Very tough. Everybody we play is in contention with the exception of like four or five games or six games. So everybody else is playing for something. And you remember playing, remember when we played in like 16 and 17 or well, 17 for sure. You didn't want to play us at the end. And we, all, right. you know, we should have been in the playoffs, but we, we messed it up by one game. And then 16, we weren't very good. Um, just rebuilding, but certainly we were a team to be reckoned with in September. So sometimes you play these teams in September that aren't supposed to be anything and they're tough. And also, one, yeah, one a lot of, the, of baseball left. Yeah, no, and I, and I can I can appreciate that, Pat. Again, uh, Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy joining us here on the fan. You know, and, and one of the reasons that rings true that it is sort of it's an everyday thing is is you know, the, the battle nature of you guys. I mean, you've got Craig getting ejected. You, you know, I know you probably don't want to go into details, but I don't know what happened in your approach of the lineup card the one day. But, you know, Kristen Yellich. Didn't go well. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what that was all about, but it, okay. Should we just rest on that? It did not go well, that's but not important. Yeah, that's not important. <laughs> okay. But the, the main thing is it, it it's obvious that you guys are partitioning this thing off to a one game basis and you go from there. Yeah, you have to, you know, you, you're not, you're not blind on what the future holds. You're not blind to what's going on around you. But your your main thing is the pulse of what's going on with your club, and they can't let down. They can't take time. They have to be pretty consistent. Yeah, I think real. I think that's what Counts is so great at. You know, he yeah. just he's so consistent. Who he is as a person. I mean, it's just like that's who he is, and that's why he's a great manager. You know, I feel for both it's you guys. Certainly not his personality. We know that. <laughs> I feel for both you guys having kids that are playing ball, and you know, you guys are soaked up. And I know this obviously your occupation and everything, but my goodness, uh, with your your son, I know he played in the Northwoods League, and Craig's kids, you know, getting up there and right. getting some appreciation and everything. So you've got that to to manage as well. And I think we, us fans, at times, Pat, we forget that you guys are human. And we just think you're just yeah, a, a baseball card at times. And right. what what can you well, say? Ab- Go ahead. We're just, you know, believe me, to, to any fan out there, we're we're so lucky. I know in my case, I'm so lucky. I mean, I'm just grateful. Uh, this is a great organization, great people. They do it right. They're truthful. They're honest. Um, it's not just ruthless business. They care about people. Um yeah, I'm just grateful. You know, what, what we got going on in our lives, everybody out there has stuff. You know, we all got a journey, and it's all, you know, it's all a lot tougher than if we walk in someone else's shoes. So I'm just grateful as heck, man. I got a, I got a blessed life. So I just keep, uh, you know, I can sit here, and, and I'm sure Craig can, and the rest of our staff and players, and we all got, got challenges, real challenges. But there's no sense talking about them. Let, let's just get up today and win the day and uh, give it our best and and attack it with the right attitude and respond with the right attitude and just keep going. 
Yeah, you yeah, know? no, no doubt. What, what, with the Bucks going through what they just went through, you guys share the same fan base. I mean, I've always said that. That hey, the same same folks sitting at the Pfizer Forum are sitting right at American Family Field tonight. Uh, and I know Counts has been a big Bucks fan. I mean, that has to be pretty electric too for the city itself. Are you guys witnessing that as well? Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Uh, the fans at home are are incredible. The, the crowd tonight, I don't know how many people they announced, but it seemed like it was it was pretty full, and they're, they're electric. It's an advantage. It's it's a home field advantage. Other places have, we just got back from San Francisco. I mean, you can hit a ball out of a cannon uh, to right field sometimes. The ball doesn't go anywhere. I mean, it's, there's some huge home field advantages out there, but but there's nothing like our fans, man. Our, our fans are special, and when it gets rocking, um People sense it because not every place they go has that. So I'm looking forward to uh, the games down the stretch and and hopefully uh, beyond that we can uh, the fans can become our whole field advantage. Well, I uh, I want to wish you good luck. We'll talk again before the postseason gets going. Is that cool? Well, I mean, we'll see. Hey, by the by the way, we do a uh, segment each home game. Speaking of home games, and we, we kind of time it out to where Craig would be on his ride home. And not that I'm not I'm not saying he listens to the show. I'm just saying, uh, you know, maybe he'll catch wind. But we do a segment called Craig's Ride Home, and we talk at Craig oh, nice. instead of instead of with him. So, what are you going to say to Craig Council if he's on his way home right now? Oh, I hope he has a good night. Sleep well. Um wash it off whatever went on today wash it off be ready to go tomorrow um you know he'll be excited to go home and see the kids and do you want to sing him a lullaby murph <laughs> no, no, no no i'm not interested in that, not interested in that. no i haven't spoke to him in like four or five days so <laughs> all right murph th- hey thanks a lot i appreciate that uh there was some good things said about you i was at a kingfish event uh last weekend with jeff jenkins and bill hall and then cirillo and those guys and my band played there and the whole deal and uh a lot of good things said you about played there you. a band yeah, I play, I play a guitar in a band, yeah. You do? I do. This quarantine, he know. grew his hair down to his ass, Murph. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Multi-talented. That's really, that's really great. Yeah, So, but they, the point is they, they really had good things to say about you, so I want to convey that, too. Who are these people? Uh, the Kenosha Kingfish. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Northwoods yeah. League team. You know, yeah, yeah. Them. My son played. My son played for them last year. Yep, for yep. part of the season. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, great and people. I understand. I understand. You were you were at the park shortly after you got out of the hospital. Are you kidding me? I was. Come on. I was last. Uh, actually, the day after I got out, went down, saw him play, and um, yeah, it's fun. Great, great atmosphere. Great people down there, and um, yeah, it was really, really. I tried to be incognito. I didn't think anybody saw me, but. <laughs> There you go. You were spotted. You were spotted. Now that's a gamer. He gets out. Pipe bomb. He gets out of the hospital. This is our nickname for this guy. Pipe bomb. Gets out of the hospital for from a heart attack and then goes to a ball game to see his kid play the next day. Yeah, like a man. 
You know, it's amazing. Murph is great. You know, you Don't get give me thrown too much out. There. Wasn't that tough? Get thrown <laughs> no. out delivering the lineup cards. Are they frisking you? You know, they pat down the pitchers and stuff after every inning. They frisking you pregame yeah. before you go out to exchange the cards. It's pretty now? much is what that's kind of what happened, actually. Respect. Yeah. You described it. Respect. You get fined for that. Um, I, I, apparently, yeah, apparently. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I don't pay just curious. any financial stuff. I just, whatever happens, happens. They yeah. come and get me. They come and get me. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Murphy, all the way in handcuffs. All right. Uh, I appreciate it, Murph, as always, man. We'll talk again. Enjoy the victory Thanks. and good stuff today. Thanks, guys. Have a great right. night. Great yep. talking to you. You got it. There he is. Pat Murphy joining us here after the Brewers' victory on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That (laughs) was awesome. Murph's great. He is great. We do need to hear from Craig Council. Really interested in getting uh, getting his thoughts here. We will uh, talk at Craig coming up, and we're going to hear from Adrian Hauser. Let's get into counts right now. So we'll go from the bench coach to the skipper here and get the scoop here on the fan. Craig, that was a... Just an absolute gem as far as pounding a strike zone, wasn't it? I mean, his first pitch strike count was really high, and he just never let him up for air. I think he was nine for nine to start out the game uh, in first pitch strikes. And, um, yeah, he just he just kind of had it all working today is the best way to describe it is – I thought the the sinker away, kind of the backdoor sinker, was was a really effective pitch. Uh, he seemed to have that pitch whenever he wanted it. Um, and when you have a, a as good a sinker as Adrian does, that makes the plate just feel really wide when when they can um, kind of get them leaning out over the plate and still have to be aware of the the running that ball in on their hands. So it was a gem, no question about it. Like efficient too. Was there any? I know you had Hater up at the very end, but was there any point where there was even thought of picking up the bullpen phone? I mean, yeah. I mean, he was so efficient there really wasn't. I mean, there wasn't any. Um, uh, there wasn't multiple base runners on in an inning. Um, there were the, the the innings were. 10, 11, 14, you know, it just kept going the kind of the same way. He was in control of every count. Um, I'm not sure how many three ball counts he had. Didn't feel like many. So it was, um, yeah, there, there really wasn't. I mean, we, we, we got Josh up in the ninth just to make sure Josh was ready if something happened quickly. Um, but kudos to Adrian. He finished it off. Craig, one of the first things you learn when watching baseball is that the pitcher controls everything. And, you know, they scored 15 runs last night and tonight, zero. I mean, the, the pitcher just dictates what happens. And Hauser just totally dictated that game. It's a new night. You know, it's a new game. Um, you know, as that last night's game got out of hand, it's just kind of one you forget. But, um, you know, I thought, I think in games like that, the first innings, you know, after last night, the first inning is important, and um, good things happen in the first from from Adrian's perspective, and and we we put out we put up a good inning in the first on them, so um, that that turns the page pretty fast. Craig, did you think that the Cardinals like got more aggressive as the game went on in terms of like swinging on the first pitch strikes? I, I think that's how Adrian's doing. I, that when when you're pounding the strike zone, you know, when you go nine for nine and you know, 
no hitter wants to fall behind. And if he feels like they're, they're throwing balls and, you know, he's going to throw a ball in the zone and try to get a free strike. They swung very little at the first pitch last night. Uh, so it was kind of a contrast really. So I think that's by nature is going to happen. If a pitcher pounds the strike zone, you're going to get more aggressive hitters and hence you're going to have quicker at bats. Craig with Willie, is it the same thing? Is it that quad? Yeah, yeah, he aggravated when he was trying to get out of the way with Goldschmidt there. Is he going to need to be down a little bit, or what, what are you thinking right now? Yeah, we'll kind of evaluate him tomorrow and, and see what it looks like. Um, not having haven't made that evaluation yet. Give him, give him overnight. Craig, another thing that I'm sure helped Adrian is um, – you noted the first inning, but then a good second inning too. Four, four, four. that Kim's been hard on you guys too, hard on everybody. Uh, so that, you, know, you guys good at bats against him. Yeah, we did, we did a nice job. Um, you know, like I said, we got they made a really nice play in the first. Um, you know, they made some they made they played some good defense with so their outfielders made two great throws. Um, but I, I think you give a pitcher who's really locked in and lead like that, and it. It, it makes it harder to get him out of that zone, I think, because he feels like he's got a little room. Um, and so nothing nothing ever could happen where we could – Adrian would really kind of get out of that locked-in place, and I think that's what a lead does for a pitcher. Six hundred and twelve games, Craig, without a complete game shutout. <laughs> the streak's over. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's hard to do, first of all, it's hard to do in the game. Um, you know, I mean, I think that's one, um, you know, but credit to Adrian for getting it done. Maybe it's my fault. You can blame me too, but, uh, I, I think, uh, it's not easy to do. I know that it's, it's not. Well, there he is Craig council after the Brewers four zip shutout victory and the last complete game for the Brewers 2017, Jimmy Nelson. Last complete game shutout for the Brewers. We started out the show just talking about September 24th. Well, that was the date in 2014. Yeah. Kyle Loesch against the Cincinnati Reds. 2014? 1,011 games ago. Well, with this young pitching staff, Woody Burns, Peralta, Hauser, and more, Aaron Ashby, uh, I don't think it'll be another seven years. No, no, I don't either. No, that that's not going to happen. We'll speak, uh, well, we'll hear from uh, Adrian Hauser after the break here. Going inside the clubhouse, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse, presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. So the Brewers take game two of this three-game set to even up the series, and they they can really put a hurting on the St. Louis Cardinals uh, with a win tomorrow. Cardinals in a heated race for that second wild card. Just heard from Craig Council, and uh, he mentioned the uh, aggravated uh, quad injury for Willie Adamas. And I would just say this. Uh, Pipe Bomb and I were just talking off the air. And now might be a good time to just take care of it and, and just give him a full 10-day rest. Um, you do have a cushion here. Um, 
we all believe, and it's just as close to a certainty as you can get, that the Brewers will win this division. Okay, the Reds did win tonight. Magic number at 16 with 25 to play. That's any combination of a Reds loss and a Brewers win. But if you look at the schedule, guys, um, you've got to uh, you know, finish up the series uh, against the St. Louis Cardinals tomorrow. Then you have a three-game set Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you have an off day right there. Then a three-game weekend set, then another off day Monday, and then another off day a couple of days later on Thursday. I would suggest <laughs> that uh, now would be the time to just rest it up and uh, get Willie Adamas off his feet for about 10 days. That would you, I mean, I know you agree, Jeff, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's way too uh, vital uh, for this offense and for this team in general to, to, you know, take a chance and miss an extended period. Just give him a rest. You know, this is what you build up the cushion for. Yeah, and, and it gives you options here. It gives you uh, different different choices here, and, and that's what uh, – I, I think they might be just on Craig Council's sentiment right there. Uh, it sounded like he wasn't super positive about the uh, injury, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll check it out uh, tomorrow. Adrian Hauser, a complete game shutout victory for the crew. He did it on uh, just three hits, no walks, seven strikeouts, 101 pitches, and uh, the Brewers get the victory. It's the first complete game since 2017 when Jimmy Nelson did it. But it's the first complete game shutout since 2014 when Kyle Loesch did it in September of that season. Let's hear from the Brewers' right-hander on a career night for Adrian Hauser. Adrian, have you ever met Kyle Loesch? Yeah, I uh, actually did. When I got called up in 2015, he was still with the Brewers, so I was able to talk to him for the last two weeks of the season. Did you realize he was the last guy to throw a shutout for the Brewers? I didn't know that. I knew Jimmy Jimmy threw a complete game a few years back, but I didn't know Loesch was the last one to throw a shutout. Adrian, um, early in that game, did you sense that it was a, a special night? No, I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just going out there, you know, trying to, you know, get first pitch strikes, not really fall behind. That's, you know, been a big problem for me the last few weeks, just falling behind and getting walks. And so that was my main goal tonight was just go out there, get first pitch strikes and work ahead. And, you know, it, it played out well for us. And you heck, heck of a job to Luke, you know, filling in and coming in and having a great game plan. He and I, you know, really worked well and stuck to it and had things going tonight. Adrian, were you uh, were you surprised at the number of first pitch takes that they had tonight? Uh, a little bit, yes and no. <laughs> uh, I think they were weren't picking up the backdoor sinker uh, very well there early on. You know, I was getting that pitch going, and I think that's been a, just a product of all the work that we've been putting in in between starts. Finally, getting back to able to establish that backdoor sinker and use it well to be effective with it, and. Uh, so you know, I think it just they weren't picking that up very well and was just able to go back and forth with it. Adrian, part of this tonight is Luke and a guy who just comes up and is trying to get back in a rhythm with, with you. Um, how difficult was that to do to get back on the same page with your catcher? Uh, you know, it wasn't that hard. You know, I think it was 
our pregame meeting that we talked about. And, you know, Luke and I talked a little bit, you know, in San Fran when he first got there. And then we talked a little bit yesterday during the game. And, you know, I think that's just a credit to him for how hard he is and, you know, being ready, being ready to just fill in, step in for Manny, kind of like, kind of like everybody this season so far, you know, one guy goes down, next guy's up and ready, you know, step in there and play the best they can. And I think that just goes a credit to him. Adrian, in your, in your last start, you know, there was a walk with the bases loaded, the hit by pitch. How, how frustrated were you after that game? And was there any like specific focus between starts related to just getting the command back where you want it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, last game was really frustrating for me. You know, didn't really thought I was getting back to where I was before I got sick and wasn't able to really keep that and keep that going. Was working east west. You know, the ball was running on me a lot. Didn't have didn't have the command that I usually have. And you know, I, we put in a lot of work in between last start and this start. And you know, I think that's you know that really helped out. And we got back to getting in the mechanics the right way and getting down the mound correctly and working through the catcher versus around the catcher. Adrian, was there any talk uh, in the dugout about your pitch count, or did you even know what it was, or anything like that, as before you went back out in the ninth? Uh, no, I think the only time I looked at the pitch count up on the running board was right towards the end of the eighth inning. I think that was about the only time I looked, and that was about it. Did Did you notice the crowd cheered when you went back out there in the ninth, or were you too locked in? No, nah, I was locked in, but I noticed it. You know, it got me a little, little bit more amped up. You know, it's all great to hear the fans going nuts like that, and especially right now during September, you know, trying to finish this uh, NL Central race off and, you know, going to the postseason. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, on the fan. Yeah, folks, you just heard it right there. He does hear you. They do hear you. You heard Pat Murphy mention the fans and, and you guys. And, uh, again, you just hear, heard it from uh, Adrian Hauser right there. And, uh, ABC audio video play of the game. He mentioned, Adrian mentioned, uh, Luke Maley getting the start and they, uh, had chatted a couple of times, got their game plan together. And it was part of, um, it was part of this victory offensively as well. So that being said, uh, Adrian Hauser gets a lot of praise for the complete game shutout, but the battery mate deserves some love too. And the ABC, Audio video play of the game is Luke Maley with a bat in his hand. Brewers right back at it on offense. Maley down the left field line. This is trouble. It's a fair ball. It gets out of play. An automatic double for Luke Maley. It's 3-0 Brewers. Yeah, there's the highlight on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Jeff Levering, love him on TV on the call right there. And let's hear from the Brewers' backstop, getting the start and getting the uh, active roster spot while Manny Pena is on the IL. Here's Luke Maley. Luke, can you just describe what you saw from Hauser tonight? The first pitch strike percentage kind of jumps off the page. Uh, what, what stands out to you from his outing? Well, he's a guy that's a little bit of a throwback. Um, he's able to throw a sinker and kind of tell people it's coming and um, – it's his best pitch, right? Like he has a lot of success with that. So when he's able to kind of command both sides of the plate with it, 
um, you rely on it and you kind of make him uh, prove that we need to do something else. And we did a little bit of a mix there kind of halfway through his game. Um, thought we were on the same page and um, it was just simple. It was just basic baseball, throwing strike one and then expanding when you have to and you feel like you got an advantage. Hey, look, there's an old saying in baseball that momentum stops and in, stops and begins 60 feet, six inches from the plate. In other words, the pitcher controls it all. Last night, 15 runs. Tonight, a shutout. It, it tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, <clears throat> pitching's the name of the game, right? It always has been, always will be. Um, throwing strikes, huge part of that. Um, like I mentioned before, it's it's not an easy thing to do, but it is pretty simple. If you can execute your stuff and you can throw both sides of the plate and command both sides of the plate, normally you're going to have a lot of success, and tonight was just his night. walks either I mean he, he made him get on right yeah definitely um it's something that we kind of talked about in the scouting report um we wanted to kind of gauge their aggression on first pitch they were a little passive early so there was really no reason to slow down with it and um you know just kind of snowballed from there Luke warming him up before the game did you guys was there anything special about tonight not particularly. I mean, I, you know, maybe there was. I haven't been here for a few months now, so you know, I've only had him a handful of times. But um, he always looks good to me, man. I mean, he's you know, big body guy, kind of throwing from a helicopter out there and just you know, sinking guys to death. That's his mo. And uh, to answer your question, warming him up, it just looked exactly like that. Yeah, there he is, Luke Maley, who caught Adrian Hauser's shutout today. And and I will say this, uh, having I have never uh, interviewed Luke Maley before, but uh, looking forward to doing so, number one. But number two, it's about the third or fourth time I've heard him, you know, in a in a press setting mm-hmm. uh, slash interview. Dude seems really smart. Dude seems really comfortable in his shoes. And uh, last time I heard a catcher sound like that was Stephen Vogt. Yeah. And and I project uh, that he is going to be a big league manager someday, if indeed that's the path he wants to take. But Luke Maley, Jeff, sounds pretty impressive. Yes, he definitely does. He, You know, we were talking about the interview that uh, was today on the, on the flagship and uh, how impressed we were by that. So he definitely sounds like a smart kid. I owe him an apology after last night. You know, I said a couple times that there's no way in hell he makes the postseason roster. He catches a complete game shutout the very next day. One for three, big double play at a game. Luke, I'm sorry. Real quick, uh, let's let's talk to Craig. Let's talk at Craig. It's time for Craig's ride home right now. He's about uh, cruising back over to Whitefish Bay. And and Craig, congratulations. That had to be pretty cool uh, watching uh, your right hander do what he did tonight, but can we not go seven years again without a complete game shutout? So just saying, pitch counts, pitch count, and I understand you guys manage your your pitchers uh, pretty well. I, there's not much I can argue with on your management of starting rotation, but Craig, just just can we not go seven years without a CG shutout? Anything anything for Craig, Jeff? Uh, just a great game today. Uh, Hauser, you got to give him a, a bonus. No walks tonight. Just so, so impressive. Uh, very economical with his pitches and everything like that. It just one hell of a job. So, Craig, 
Uh, that glass of wine last night worked. Uh, why don't you try it again? We'll start uh, start start a new trend for you, brother. <laughs> no doubt. All right, we'll check out uh, the matchups for tomorrow's series finale. That is next here on the Fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the Fan. All right, Brewers and Cardinals go at it tomorrow from American Family Field, and they'll, uh, well, series on the line. On the hill for the Cardinals, John Lester, 5-6, and six, a 5.05 ERA. The key uh, betting stat from BetQL is nine. Over or under nine times he will gripe and complain with the home plate umpire. Oh, God, it's got to be over. I say it's over <laughs> by the third inning. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, then there's Corbin Burns, nine and four mark, two twenty-seven earned run average. And anybody want to predict back-to-back complete game shutouts? Yeah. Why mm. the hell not? Why not? Why not? Cardinals. Now look at the Cardinals situation. You heard Craig Council say um, in his presser that uh, you know the first inning after a game like yesterday is pretty important. You guys, that that I'm in lockstep with him on that tone setting early in a game okay if Burns goes out there the Cardinals they're in every game mode for the most part every single game they need to win they might be a little on the aggressive side keeping the uh, pitch count down for Burns oh who knows yeah, stranger things have happened so we'll cross our fingers 110 first pitch after the last pitch you make the switch right here Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Our thanks to uh, Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy for joining us. That's uh, that's always fun, and you never know what's going to happen in those conversations. For Jeff Orlowski, the Polish Pipe Bomb, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. A little early break here yeah. you notice that jeff what's oh, going on you know it seems like you know we you know just coming off the san francisco series where we're getting getting home at 2 2 30 in the morning and uh and then we were on late last night as well yeah last night was uh was a midnight finish so it uh it's kind of nice yeah it's uh it's interesting still All right, you guys time have... to get in trouble timmy <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Got a day game tomorrow, so I better watch it. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys uh, have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow after the game. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.